Welcome back to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. And we are together with our listeners on our Monday. And today I thought this one popped into my mind um, after I listened to my pastor's sermon. And I can't tell you how similar what the message I get from him and what I, what I do in my own counseling. Um, but traits for a happier life. And we're starting with and there's a lot, but the, the ones we wanted to start with um, are empathy, kindness, and compassion. And Lauren, you found a quote that's simple, concise, and perfect. Yeah, I really liked this. It's just uh, kindness is love made visible. And I think that it just, it makes me smile because, and really that's what kindness is simply can even be simply as a smile. Um, and, and you mentioned leading with love, you know, making a, when you're kind to other people, it makes them feel good, but it makes you feel good. You know, it's got that, that warm, that warm, fuzzy thing. And I I think that sometimes, well, we talked about, there's a lot of hate in this world. And if we are putting out there kindness and goodness and compassion and empathy, like if we're all doing that, it, it changes, it changes the whole vibe. It changes the whole, um, attitude. Yeah, absolutely. Even like what you're doing with your nonprofit, as you see, when you do these events and you're giving back and it makes people want to come together and do good together. Yeah. And then also that whole, you know, this is scriptural too, but in giving, we receive, that was always one of my favorite scripture passages that when we give, when we're, when we're doing things for other people, we get this this thing that comes back to us and it just feels so good. But I did want to talk, you know, like empathy, you know, I teach, I used to teach this to my, my students. Empathy is putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. And I think that's a really smart, you know, way to look at it. It's a good way to look at it. And we've used this. um, And I use this in counseling and I'm sure you use it in coaching. How would it feel to hear the words that are about to come out of my mouth? And that's empathy. We think before we vomit, whatever ugly words, how would it feel? And I use that with couples to learn empathy. Have you used that kind of thinking with people? In a relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Because after I got divorced, I realized I need to pause and allow myself to process a lot of times before I have a conversation Um, and mine was solely because I feel like my insecurities came out when I didn't allow myself to do that. And then I would get defensive. Yeah. Yeah. The ugly, the ugly comes out. And then when one person does it, the other, it's hard to be kind when your significant other or friend is giving you ugly, (laughs) it's hard to be kind. So thinking before we speak, but then on the other hand, this is taking it to the next step. How would it feel to hear the words that I'm about to say in a positive way? Um, and I do this all the time. If I'm at the store and I have a, um, somebody, a salesperson or somebody waiting on me and I like their sweater, or I think their hair looks good, or I notice a haircut, I'll say, wow, I really like your sweater. It makes them feel good. And it's sincere. This isn't, it, it, this isn't, you know, artificial. This is a genuine thought. If I notice something about somebody, I like to comp- compliment and comment on that. Um, and I noticed that my daughter, my daughter does that too. And I, she's probably heard this and, and has been raised in that way. And you mentioned something like that, you know, how, how did you, how do your girls learn from you and how's a way you feel like they've learned some compassion and some empathy? Um, every year at church, they do their boxes, maybe a little bigger than a shoe box and they love it. Cause then I, they get their own, they get to fill them with, what are they filling them with? 
different. Um, we usually go to good old target and they pick out, there's like a list and an age that they can pick and they love it. Cause they know that they're give what they're picking is going to one kid mm-hmm. that doesn't, you know, get as much for Christmas. And it makes me feel good that they're seeing that other side of things. Cause I mean, they are blessed and not all families get that much for Christmas. Right. So they're recognizing that awareness that not everybody is in the same level economically, but they're also getting that role modeling from mom that this is what we do to help. So empathy is, oh, those poor kids, they don't have anything. But then compassion is taking it to the next level and collecting those items and giving, you know, yeah, they look forward to it. They've already asked me, when do we get our boxes this year? <laughs> yeah. My sister-in-law, you got a river tree, right? Yeah. My sister-in-law is in charge of that whole program. <laughs> so yeah. she's, it's a big deal. It always takes a lot. Um, but this is another piece of that, that, you know, I said it in giving, we, we receive, we get, we get something back, but our chemistry is actually altered. When we give, we release those endorphins, those feel good endorphins. It, our, our brains are releasing these endorphins as we are being generous and kind. It's the same endorphins that are released when we eat chocolate or we exercise, but there's no calories in being kind. And it's not hard because you just do it without any effort. Right. So you're getting those same feel good motions from doing these things. And, you know, we've both done things and it doesn't have to cost money. Like I said, a smile, um, helping somebody off, off of a bus. If they're, if they've got a cane or they've got too many luggages they're carrying at the airport. I mean, there's a million things you can do just to be letting, here's another one. Doesn't it feel better to let somebody in in traffic than to be edging and, and having a white knuckle holding on to the steering wheel? No, you're not going to let them in. Doesn't it feel better to just say, go ahead? Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of drivers need to hear that one because sometimes I'm going to throw my husband under the bus. Sometimes he's a very aggressive driver. Like he's, you know, very in the moment. Um, and and yet if, if he would be next to that same driver in the store or at a restaurant, he'd be sitting around talking to him and, and, and having this whole conversation. But sometimes in the car, he gets so agitated. It's like, take a breath. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes when I run into those people on the street, I'm like, okay, who knows? Maybe they're in a hurry to get some there. Maybe they need to see somebody. You never know what's going on in their life of why they're in a hurry. So I'm like, yep, go ahead. Yeah. Well, and I think that's also compassion is that sometimes people might be short or irritable or something when maybe they've got a mother who's dying of cancer at home and they're at the grocery store trying to pick up a few things, or they have a sick kid in the hospital, or they're going through a divorce or their dog just died. It doesn't, I mean, there's a million reasons and we've all been in one of those reasons that we might be short or irritable or non-responsive. So that compassion is we don't know what they're going through. So show a little kindness and it feels good. And it might make their day. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing that they need. Absolutely. And I remember when I worked at um, the high school in Akron and I would like, this is not even anything to do with another person necessarily. I'd be walking with a client and I would stop and pick up trash. And they're like, why are you doing that? And I said, because it needs to be done. And it's, you know, I don't mind doing it, but it's, or I'd say hi to someone or I, somebody would bump into me and I'd say, Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. And they're like, they're the ones bumped into you. Like, instead of throwing down and fighting, I'd apologize. And then that person would be, Oh, Oh, that I'm sorry. You know, but it's just role modeling that sometimes because it's doggy dog world sometimes. And 
we can step back and just show a little kindness and grace, right? Yeah. I mean, that just made me think of my kids in school and something I'm really trying to teach them um, is because so many of us, I feel like as women, we become people pleasers, but teaching them at school, be kind. You don't have to be friends with everyone. And I do think there's a difference. Oh yeah. I mean, that even relates to the podcast we did about healthy boundaries with family or friends. You know, you can be friendly and civil without inviting someone into your inner circle. Yeah. And I think that's hard sometimes for them to understand, but I really try to get that point across because I do think that's where so many of us women adopt those people pleasing habits is when we're young and we just think we want everybody to like us. And I think that that's a challenge. Yeah, for sure. Although I can remember in high school and college and different times in my life, the people that were maybe, you know, when you talk popular or whatever, but they were always so kind. They were kind to everyone, not just the people in their group. And people gravitated towards that. People like kind people. People want to be around that um, because it makes people feel good. Yes. Lead with love. Yeah. So. Um, I know like we talked about my, another act of kindness and giving back and, and it, how good it feels. Can you think of a time that you've done other than the shoeboxes? What have you done for, you know, where you've done something that was generous? I and mean, I can think of several, but putting you on the spot. <laughs> you are. Well, one, um, I did go down to the domestic violence shelter and cut hair. And I will say this was a big one because I was young and I kind of didn't know what I was getting myself into. I was just like, I want to go do this. I want to give back. And that was a way for me to use my talent, but I didn't also realize how much I was going to hear. Mm -hmm. And that was like, Ooh, you know, I absorb all of that. Um, but that was one thing I would never forget. And what was so cool about it too, is I remember one was an older lady and she had been back there several times. And she told me a lot because she was the last one in the room. And then I also had a younger girl Um, and she had like long hair and she wanted to just like chop it off. She was ready for a change, but it felt so good to see her reaction after that. She kind of had that little bit of, you know, confidence in her, like making that change. And that was something I will never forget. And like you said, it doesn't always have to be about money. Mm. You know, that was just me giving my time and my talent. And if they felt, you know, a little better about themselves that day, like that was everything to me. Yeah. And I think, and you also did that um, program with the little girls recently. And I, I, you know, we talk about plugging into something positive and get some way, you know, when people say this goes back to our other podcast too, about making friends. I mean, there's so many reasons that kindness is good. I mean, it's another way to network and make friends and plugging into something where you're giving back those altruistic things that we do that make us feel good. But then it's, there's so many different benefits that come from that with meeting like-minded people, maybe making new friends and connecting on different levels. So, you know, not that we're doing it for those reasons, but again, those are those secondary benefits that when you're kind, empathetic, compassionate, it can bring you new friends. It can bring you job opportunities. It can bring you so many different things when you just open yourself up to being a little vulnerable, to being kind, to speaking, to smiling, all those things that sometimes take us outside of our comfort zone. Oh, absolutely. I feel like everything I'm doing right now is out of my comfort zone. But the good news is we talk about new habits. The more you do it, the more it becomes comfortable and that becomes your new normal, your new habit, you know? And again, I always say this to you, but I've seen such 
amazing growth since I met you 15 years ago, you know? Um, and it's, it's just beautiful to watch. And, and, and having just said that we're never too old to grow. I have grown in the last year and a half. Like I can't believe. And, and we just, that's the whole point. We want to keep growing and, and learning and, and hearing the things that make for a more positive and healthy life. Um, and if you can be a little more empathetic, a little more kind and a little bit more compassionate, it's going to bring blessings to your own life. So I hope our listeners hear that and internalize that. And if they have any questions about how to do that, they can always reach out to us by messaging, you know, one of our avenues. Holiday season is a, a great time to give back. Perfect. It's a great place to start. Maybe you don't do this during the rest of the year, but this is an opportunity where there's a lot of people in need and a lot of opportunities out there of things to plug into to help. Um, and it really does feel good. Your brain chemistry changes when we are kind. And so we need to continue to, to cultivate that because it really will make for a happier life. And that's what we all want, right? We're all seeking that. Absolutely. This is something we can do. Anything else you want to add on that? Will you read that quote one more time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kindness is love made visible. That's perfect. I hope our listeners hear that and and come up with a plan for for this coming holiday season. Um, All right. Well, as always, listeners, stay cheeky.